Welcome to the Get Fit with Jodell podcast. I'm as usual Jodell, and I'm super stoked to have Matt Landman on again for the third time. Matt is a leader in 5G and geoengineering chemtrail awareness activism. He passionately presents unprecedented and view-changing information directly from official documentation, not woo-woo stuff, and accepted research. His love for truth has helped him promote social change through his wildly amazing documentary, Franken-Skies, bringing awareness to ongoing atmospheric aerosol injections, chemtrails, weather modification, and geoengineering. So if you haven't yet watched Franken-Skies, you're missing out. It's a very well-done documentary, and I have a link in the show notes, so please make sure you do so. Matt, you are my brother from another mother. <laughs> we grew up in the same time period, the 80s, and I appreciate how similar your thought process is with regard to EMF, climate change, being outside because everybody's indoors, um, eating earth-based foods. So I wanted to have you on because more is happening in the world, as everybody knows. And I want you to share your take on it with my listeners. So let's dive in. Welcome. Hi, thank you. And thank you for the lovely introduction. And yes, the world's changing rapidly every moment. Mm-hmm. Um, very fast. Did we talk about Maui? Did we do this a show before or after Maui? No, we did. We talked about 15-minute cities, but we haven't talked about Maui yet. So okay, love- so we have to do that really quick. Maui is close to my heart. I did all my training mm. in Maui, so that broke my heart when that happened. Mm, right when you said that, I could feel this like whole resonance. So we have to do that really quick. Okay. Um, or we'll have to give that some, some energy and some time really quick. And that is part of where we are in the world. Where we are in the world is distraction, distraction, distraction. And I've gone like deep meditating, trying to, what are they trying to distract us from? Uniting and taking down the cabal. I think it's doing the work internally, mm-hmm. you know, so that we can be, and I know it's very cliche and there's so many like quotes and memes and nonsense about that, but really if we can find peace within ourselves and find that learned cultivated discernment, then we're unfoolable, which unfoolable is a word, but if you go on social media and try to type in unfoolable, it goes in red, like it's a typo, but unfoolable is a word and we can, um, we can become that. And then when we're that, then yeah, we can unite and we can, you know, burn the house down and all that sort of stuff, but in the right way, right? Malcolm X said, oh, I'm going to butcher this quote, but his biggest mistake was rallying together people that weren't awake yet. Yeah. You know, first you have to wake up the populace and bring that truth to them. Then you can rally people towards, you know, proper goals and stuff. Otherwise you're just hurting cats, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Malcolm X hurting cats in quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So Okay. And it's so all these different distractions. Now we're on to a new distraction and no one's talking about Maui. Last night I listened to the 911 tapes on the Maui situation in Lahaina, um, which I was lucky enough to visit Lahaina and not everyone has been there and everyone butchers the name. And I, it's a beautiful place still and the culture will still be there. And, and um, you know, prayers and blessings to the people. Mm-hmm. Here is what happened. Okay, because there's a lot of like um, the narrative and the counter narrative is controlled and they want each side to be inundated with falsehoods so no one can resonate with with truths and really come to to rise to, you know, the occasion and really, you know, see what's going on. So in Maui, there was not a hurricane. The official here's the official narrative. Hurricane came um, it was very untraditional. It didn't hit the big island. It came from a different direction than normal. It didn't get broken up by the trade winds, which usually would happen. And it hits the island, a volcano, mind you, where, of course, the f- the fire 
men that I mean, you would think that this island would be trained for fires if they live on a volcano. So you've got these crazy winds going in one direction away from like, I'm sorry, towards the ocean, which usually the winds come opposite direction, but we're in a hurricane. So it's different, of course. And these trees are like bowing down. I mean, the, the trees are at a right angle and fires occurred. The official story is fires occurred. They don't know how, maybe down power lines and oopsies, please just sue us. And it's like wait, what PG&E did. And this is like the, this is the standard little script nowadays. So fires started all around Lahaina, surrounded Lahaina and mm-hmm. winds and the emergency broadcast didn't go off and oopsies, we didn't have the water on. Oopsies. This is the official story. Oopsies, no water. Oopsies, we left the um, electricity on and oopsies, we didn't put do the emergency um broadcast signal or whatever warning everyone and the winds spread the fire like crazy and the evacuation routes oopsies they weren't cleared that's the official story fires burned down the place and and it just wiped out like the entire um one of the most you know nicest real estates in in the world so here's you know i'll call it my narrative but i go deep and meditate on these things and i don't just come up with these things out of the blue this isn't my ego or anything this is the truth geoengineer wins absolutely absolutely geoengineered storm okay and this is the writing was on the wall because they were already talking about we want to make this a smart city and then they were trying to buy up lands and the and, and buy out the locals and they were like not budging because it's beautiful you know, Lahaina, Maui, um, tourist real estate, and it always goes up in value. And why are you going to sell? Why would you sell? So then these um, legislations got put in place that the only way you can like rebuild and restructure is if there's a natural disaster, because you can't just like buy people out and and push them out and stuff like that. So that was put in um, recently. So you had those things. And then we've got like smart city conferences, and little things going on where Maui wants to be this little um, smart city, like poster child for the world, 15 minute city zones and all sort of stuff, which is easy to do on an island to make that the poster child. Cause you know, getting around an island, everything takes not that much time anyway. So of course you can make it into these little zones and make it easy. It's, and, and it's a small uh, docile populace and all the sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So then we've got geoengineered winds and fires were set. Now the counter narrative completely controlled, spun it all out of control, said laser beams were coming from the sky, got everybody all spun out and a million people hit me up saying that laser beams weren't coming from the sky. Okay. You can, um, they can precipitate lightning with their patented geoengineering technology. If they're geoengineering the winds already, maybe lightning was triggered, but also just arsonists on the ground. Come on people. That's very easily believable. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened because that's what's been happening in all these other situations you just have arsons on the ground lighting crazy fires i mean and they're um surrounding lahaina and the winds come barreling in and as the winds come barreling in and and the fire hits the city this smart meter grid is like lit up so you can call this accidental or you can call it purposeful but these smart meters are designed with a flaw where they don't have a surge protection from the main line so when there's like an electrical fire and there's these fires are making the electricity surge and the power lines that are supposed to turn off when there's fires mind you electricity off water on is a very logical situation in the fire just saying so 
because this is very predatory if you read if you listen to 911 calls and all this sort of stuff it's very sad what happened here i don't know exactly how evil it the intent was but there's definitely some conspiracy at, afoot so then the once the fire hits the the town these smart meters light up they're surging because there's not a surge protection from the main line and there's electrical fires coming into the homes and the homes are burning up faster and quicker and wiping out the city now um seems like that they didn't let the resources in to help the people and they got very tiny checks and now they will seemingly be real rebuilding into some sort of 15 minute city type thing why is this important to everybody listening number one smart meters are predatory and you need to know everything about them i had people reach out to me because i've got this big followership sorry really quick i've got this big followership on facebook and two different people reached out to me in the past few years um ex-military with infrared goggles from military grade infrared spec goggles and they're showing me that the smart meter has an infrared designation on it each smart meter in each home have has an infrared designator which is a flicker that is specific fingerprint to each home which is a war zone um tool so that you can tell who's who that's johnny that's sammy and that's the enemy and you can you can laser beam strike the enemy with these designators and not hit the friendlies and why would they be on a home likely because they're weaponizing neighborhoods and we're in a new world order already and it's very curious so i witnessed it firsthand when my town got burned up talent oregon and phoenix oregon right next door we had 2300 low-income homes go up in the middle of the day guess what the electricity was left on and the water was off people were turning on their hoses and getting a drop the firemen were showing up turning on the hoses and getting a drop nothing was the way it should be in a situation where fires were coming in and lo and behold we're in wine country everybody's got crazy real estate values except for these 2300 low-income homes that were just sitting there as an eyesore and now they're just in rubble and they still haven't been re rebuilt it's been three years okay yeah. happened in paradise california in santa rosa california happened um in um Lytton, british columbia and also uh somewhere boulder county colorado and they're it seems to be this new agenda. So I was listening to like the uh, Maui mayor, governor, something like that, Hawaii, some um, politician. He said, this is the new normal. It's going to be happening now, but it's it's very rare and it's never happened before. You know, this is these circumstances never happened before. But it's going to happen again. So it's important to learn about this because smart meters, you know, protect yourself from that. Try to get an analog meter if you can understand what's going on. If the fires, if you have fires, a situation where there's fires and you're being told to evacuate first thing you do you go to your circuit breaker in your home turn off the electricity in your home that could literally mean you're the only house standing in amidst rubble in amidst everybody and all this stuff like when people have um the old analog meters or they never switched over because they had solar power their houses are just amidst rubble untouched so there is something to be said there and then um, going forward, we've got, and I'm sorry, I'll let you talk, but we, we should talk about London and it happens to be Portland, which is the city near me and all these other cities in the United States, they're turning these cities into 15 minute cities or low emission zone, ultra low emission zone, U-L-E-Z is U-L-E-Z means, and they even are decreasing speed limits and it's, it's really wild what's going on, but they're turning it in, into um, dystopian futuristic movie time. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if somebody doesn't know what 15 minute cities are, can you just give a brief synopsis of like what it would look like as a 15 minute city? We did it. We talked about it in our last, last podcast, but just so they're aware. Yes. So there's a false narrative that global warming, which is, you know, people can be on either side of the fence on that one, but that one's a false narrative as well. What you have to do is witness a heat wave being produced via chemtrails firsthand watch it firsthand see the weather forecast oh it's going to be 20 degrees hotter tomorrow watch them spray the sky watch ripples in the sky watch the temperatures go up like literally witness it and know what's going on they're microwaving your sky with metals now you know global warming's a, a lie they're creating this narrative so then now that you know that the house of cards is built on lies the story is everything that we do has to only take 15 minutes like if the burger joint is 20 minutes away, you're not allowed to go there. Shame on you because that's too much carbon because it's your fault that the planet's heating up. We're all going to be underwater or what bad weather or something. We're all going to die because of your carbon output. So they're trying to get everyone to net zero. It's called net zero, which I have to remember this because I'm doing a presentation later. Um, and we all emit carbon by breathing. <laughs> how can we get to net? How can we actually get to net zero? Okay. It's, it's, it's virtually impossible. It's virtually impossible to actually get humans to be able to emit zero carbon, but that's the like world economic forum um, goal. And it's an um, impossible goal. And that's great for the government so that we can just constantly be under their boot and then trying to get to a goal that we can't achieve. But I'm sorry, 15 minute cities are these zones and they say, okay, it takes you and your car this amount of time. And we're going to make these zones where outside of this 15 minute zone and, and, and then further out another 15 minute zone, basically London and other um, cities in the UK are getting these like, uh, like a ring on a tree, if you cut it open, but these rings, and then each ring is a zone and each zone costs money to get into. And mm -hmm. it's a lot, actually, it's like 15 pounds. And that's like, 25 bucks, you know, 23 bucks or something like that. But if you've got to say commute to work or whatever it is, and it's 23 and 23 each time, dude, you people, people working at McDonald's can't do that. <laughs> it's stuff like that. Like that's going to just become, and I watched this dystopian movie the other day called in time and they've got the zones also demolition, man, almost every single um, dystopian movie about the future has these zones and the zones are either you have to have access because you have a chip in your hand and that's based on like social credit system and that's part of it all right but also in the movie in time it's just a lot of a lot of money and no one can afford it so mm -hmm. imagine like inflation gets out of control and the, and they're like oh global warming's out of control too and each zone is now going up and now the zones are really expensive and guess who can only go through the zones not you you know, people with lots of money. And that's how this like classism enslavement is really going to uh, roll out. Like if you watch another dystopian movie, Handmaid's Tale, it's like the rich, evil people behind the scenes, they can still live the normal way. They can drink alcohol and dance and go to clubs and all that sort of stuff, but it's outlawed for everyone else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Only the elite will be able to live normally. And then we'll be told, which is like, it's a pretty... I mean, there's a lot of words. It's evil. It's also hilarious. I mean, you get everyone under this. It's like, how can we unite? Un how can we unite humanity? Right? I guess it was like Iron Mountain. You've heard of this one. So during the Kennedy 
administration um, around then, maybe just after Kennedy, there's this thing called Iron Mountain. How can we actually unite humanity under common good, under, under common goals? And they came together and they're like climate climate catastrophe, like the world in general can come together under the climate and also like aliens and stuff like that. But um, getting humans together like on on like a love tip is like really difficult. So it's gotta be something that scares them is what the think tank came together. So here we are and now we're getting united, but only for our enslavement. So it's BS. I heard recently that uh, on, there was somebody talking that said, if you don't watch the news, you're misinformed or you're uninformed, but if you watch the news, you're misinformed. So either way Mm -hmm. you're messed up. And so going back to the thing about Maui, like I had friends on Maui that I called to check on them and they said, what you're hearing on the news is not accurate. Mm -hmm. Thousands of dead bodies. There's not hundreds. And they, they heard sparks on the power lines. They did not, you know, just see this spontaneous wildfire erupt. Like, there is like exactly what you said. There was no preparation. They got no notice. There was nothing to let them know something was going on. They heard all kinds of sparking. And then my friends that lived there actually said that the, the neighbor's house kept it completely burnt down and it kept re-burning. Like it kept coming back days light, later, lighting back up. And she, they call them hot spots. There were all these hot spots on the ground where things had burned completely down but yet it would reignite. And so what you're- That's the smart meter thing I'm talking about. Exactly. Hey, sister, yeah. I'm making a sequel. I'm going to be going to Maui. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I am I need, I, I feel this like resonant energy about this. And I, I'm making a sequel, um, Frankenstein's two climate chains, yeah. like shackles. And this all plays out. It all is fully encompassing because this is how they're pushing these climate chains onto everybody. It's like, oh, the wildfires are so bad. We have to do this. And if you- or my grandma or whatever, and you just spoon, spoon feed and you buy it all, you know, the official narrative, you're looking at us on the other side of the narrative being like, you guys think laser beams are coming from the sky? Look, you just got to listen to the government, okay? Just relax. And here we are with like the truth, but it's like this truth is stranger than fiction. I would love to be able to connect with your people. And if they're open for interviews, I'm going to be going there. I have some contacts there while we screen my film actually. I will, I will be going to Maui. I will be going to Lahaina. Yeah. I don't even know if, what's, what's left of it, but I, I'm pray, I, like my prayers go out to them yeah. and I, and I hate to say this, but this is like the poster child of how we can further be manipulated, but it's an opportunity for everyone to wake up. It's such a sad beautiful opportunity because here's the deal we're in this world this realm of of light and dark and there's a battle of light and dark it's always been going on and the darkness is so cowardly that it wants to hide itself but it can't it can't it has to show its face so it wants to do it in this like cowardly deceitful way but the more that it shows its the more that it shows up and shows its face the more that all of us have an opportunity to, to find our light and to wake up and to see what's really going on. And the Maui thing, I've got the newspaper. It says like 36 dead. And I knew immediately that was BS. I knew immediately that was totally wrong. When I saw the cars, people were stuck in the cars. People couldn't even, there's nowhere to go. They didn't even have evacuation routes. 
people were jumping in the water. It wasn't like the fire wasn't a traditional wire fire. It came on so fast and so hot that people were stuck in their cars. Right. This isn't, and it was the most devastating fire ever. No one's ever died like this from, 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 well, I don't want to call it a wildfire. Wildfires creep up on a town right. and the, and it takes a while mm -hmm. and the sirens go off and everybody and the first house gets on fire and they come and try to put it out. It's not like this. <laughs> This isn't even, and, but the global headlines are like, oh, wildfire. Oh, so many. And then like the numbers go up slowly and you no, know, and the people just see the first headlines, you know, and it's, and it's messed up. And I do want to like Frankenskies two is going to be just as, if not more successful as Frankenskies one. And it's been seen by Frankenskies one has been seen by up, up, upwards to like, I want to say hundred million people. It's been seen by tens of millions of people and it's getting more popular every single day. Good. People are contacting me from all over the world. I now have it with subtitles. My DVD now has like subtitles in Spanish and stuff like that. But people are translating it in all these different languages all the time. Mm -hmm. Someone from Korea contacted me recently, and it's now in Portuguese and Spanish and French. And it is important to every single person on earth. I'm okay. sorry. I mean, it just happens to be my movie. So everyone's think maybe ego. But if you haven't seen it, it's important to know what's going on because this agenda is going to impact every one of us. Yeah. So let's go there because for people who haven't heard us podcast before, there's stuff in the skies that you need to be aware of. People are sicker now in 2023 in so many different ways. And, and that's too pronounced to be only from our toxic food system, you know, because I know a lot of people that are coming to me for nutrition and they're like, listen, I'm gluten-free, I'm PUFA-free, I'm dialing in all these things. I eat only whole foods, earth-based foods. Why am I still not feeling good? Why is my thyroid damaged? Why do I have yeast and fungus? Why do I, why do I have all these health conditions and chronic migraines and gut issues and blah, blah, blah. Like they're still dealing with a host of diseases. So that tells us, it's not the food. There's a lot of people that go autoimmune paleo or they go keto or they change their diet, but they're still not feeling well. So what are they missing that maybe it's right and sort of under their nose, above their nose? Or it's in their back pocket. It's in their back so, pocket. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Just saying, just Amen. saying. So for, firstly, um, and I hate to be the person that dogs your cell phone, everyone. I know everyone loves their phone and it's got all your family's you got your family photos on there. It's been with you a long time and maybe you've upgraded it and it's like, and it, and it knows your voice. Maybe it knows your fingerprint. Maybe it knows your, your eyeball now. Oh. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> firstly, um, I'm in a very unique position because I have an EMF protection clothing line. I make these blackout phone bags, mm -hmm. you put your phone in, your phone doesn't ring, doesn't ring. And I made these bags and sold them all over the world. And my distributor made these bags and sold them all over the world. And they worked everywhere very well no signal inside this silver phone bag mm -hmm. they worked everywhere until march 2020 mm -hmm. then the frequencies got turned up to propagate a 5g wave and i've had to scramble all my competitors have had to scramble we're on like version 8.0 now like we've had to keep adding layers i now have a nickel copper like three layered the frequencies in your phone are way different than they were a couple years ago you're getting blasted. You've either gotten run down and then your body has adjusted. You've either gotten sick and your body has adjusted or your body hasn't completely adjusted. But everybody, every single person basically watching the show, I really doubt that you're hardwired and don't go to on Wi-Fi and don't do any of it. I'm sure you're being exposed to it and I'm sure you're EMF sensitive. Every single person is to a degree. 
yeah. you say yeast and stuff like that. If you know about the research on 5G, on not just 5G, EMF radiation, okay? Yeah. EMF coming off of your smart meter, your Wi-Fi, the cell tower, whatever it is, it makes mold and fungus and yeast grow like crazy. I mean, mutate and just grow, grow, grow. There's so many studies on all these things, brain fog, headaches, sleep disturbances, all these things. As much as I'd love to say it's all chemtrails, it's likely your smartphone mm -hmm. or your Wi-Fi router or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Also, um, please, if you have a child under the age of, you know, that's all up to you. But I think if your child um, is in a stroller, get the iPad out of the freaking lap. Thank you. Gosh, because yeah. you don't know that what you're doing. You really don't. Mm -mm. Um, I know children that are three years old that haven't had that much tech and they're very, very smart. They're smarter than me. They're very wise and they're eloquent and amazing. I know children of the same exact age. I mean like, Oh Matt, that's just your life. And these are very small sample groups. No, this is, this is through and through across the world. Kids that are exposed to it at a young age, they can barely even function like the other kids. Yeah. It's very much, um, an, an epidemic of it all. So I would recommend not having your child be on, I mean, learn about airplane mode. I mean, but then the screen flickers and you've got blue light and stuff like this. These are parents need to be educated on these things, but understand that if they're under the age of like five, six, seven, eight, I mean, even older, you got to think about it. So also Kim trails. All right. And I mean, um, I've got a website, actual activists, Dot com And on there, you can go to the 5G section and I've got all these studies on EMF. You name it, um, there's an ailment related to EMF. And if you go to the doctor, they're not going to say, um, is your TV a smart TV? Do you unplug it at night? Like I highly recommend getting an EMF reader because yeah. your sleep could be totally thrown off by stuff in your bedroom that you don't even know about. That's just like checking the weather or whatever it may be doing, especially smart TVs and smart dishwashers and printers that want to connect to Bluetooth and all sorts of things that people don't realize. My friend had an Xbox just plugged in in case she ever wanted to play DVDs. She didn't understand. She wasn't getting good sleep. She had headaches. I brought my EMF meter into her home and that well, lo and behold, it's very clear what it was. We unplugged that thing and went and the EMF meter went down to zero. It stopped going crazy and it was going up and down because these things look for signal yeah. And they don't just stay at one frequency. They oscillate around like Wi-Fi it modulates. So it's it, your body can't get used to it because it's bouncing the frequencies around. So it really stresses your body out. And it's important to understand that even at a cellular level, we're electrical. So regarding chemtrails, which it's interesting because me and you have done these shows over years now. And like, I feel like our first show, you were very much trying to convince people, look, this isn't a conspiracy. Mm -mm. This is This is very much almost like common fact because they're saying we need geoengineering and we're going to be doing it but it's not like they ever said here it is we're doing it mm -hmm. but recently they, they said here it is we're doing it so now it's like you can't deny it anymore i don't know how you could so recently the un said we're going to unilaterally be doing geoengineering and so now it's really picking up and mm -hmm the world economic forum and the UN and I mean the United States and the, the European countries, I mean, they're all like geoengineering. Yes. And let's do it. And we're going to do it. So there's no conspiracy anymore. It's like, 
now we should literally be what storming the we should at least be protesting like but we're also um you know we've become saturated and desensitized mm -hmm. so even if you like know truths and stuff you're like yeah yeah chemtrails <laughs> matt i've known about chemtrails for so long that's old news what about you know xyz you know this um whatever it may be maui maui is an amazing one and people can so the the discussion we had is already very wild mm -hmm. but people go even deeper and 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 go deep into the maui thing and get spun out on other conspiracies i mean weaponized neighborhoods with smart meters like microwaving homes i think that's a very deep conspiracy in and of itself i don't need laser beams coming from cloaked drones necessarily frying up houses but either way there's a lot more to talk about than chemtrails. I mean, like that's old news, but it shouldn't be. And it's important because that's basically, well, for me, it was like the gateway drug to like every other truth. If they're doing that, then, and nobody knows, then, I mean, come on, like the whole book is wide open. Anything is, could be possible. Right. Mm -hmm. And it also gave me this perspective on health. Like I really have to own my health. I can't just like, skip through life if i'm breathing aluminum in all day i have to go to the sauna i have to learn about detoxification mineralization yeah. so many things to like empower myself and then people always ask me what can we do what can we do i'm not going to be the one to be like i don't know <laughs> or you know like get an air filter it's like we can we we're very powerful it's like spiritual i mean like I'll say this right now, the reason why we're bombarded with all these things, distractions, media, mind control, even our languages is totally like backwards. And it's like witchcraft and stuff. Even like at birth, we're, we're like stamped with the social security and all these things, all these things from the inoculations at birth to, I mean, you name it, even like our clothing, like if it's not hundred percent, one thing, then they're, they're putting polyester in and messing with our frequencies and all these sort of things. I mean, the food is near toxic. If you can't find a local source and this and that, like, like my diet has gotten so interesting that I'm realizing almost everything I have to cook at home now and everything's pretty toxic. I go to the farmer's market, Latida, but why all of this should be so empowering. If, if people can take the right perspective, they're afraid of your evolution. They're afraid of you coming into your full recognition of self, you know, like, and I know the word they can be triggering the powers that be are pulling out all the stops because they're worried about you, like us, our full potential. So yeah, the sky is sprayed with different nanoparticulate metals that are microwaved and zapped and they mix together and some of them fall down. And yeah, we breathe some of them in, but if we empower ourselves with knowledge, and don't directly apply aluminum into our armpits, you know, <laughs> then we're one step ahead of all of it. Cause it's like, at least we're not directly putting it on our skin with, with freaking um, sunscreen and stuff like that. Right. Like, like think about it from um, like a whole holistic, like logical perspective. If we can just not directly poison ourselves, which is like soaps, shampoos, I mean, detergents, like all of these things are very easy to poison ourselves with. Just go to the supermarket. Like if I go to like a normal grocery store, I will wander around aisle to aisle to aisle and leave with like one little fresh, um, fresh pressed, like suja, like 
green juice and an organic banana. And that's all I can like eat in the whole store. And yeah. that's just me. But like, is it, is the whole world just like poisoning themselves? And if they are, then it's understandable why we're in this collective frequency that's kind of stuck, you know, mm-hmm. and there, then it's even much more up to us to like raise that vibration because I think just a few of us like owning our destiny and like coming into it and eating well and owning our inputs, media and everything and owning our frequency, even the people we surround ourselves with and everything we can rise our frequency so strong that everyone has to, they're forced to elevate and it'll be uncomfortable for them at first, but they'll be forced to raise their vibration to match what we show. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah. I love your philosophy. It's basically like focus on what you can control instead of what you can't control because the stress around all of this can pile on people too. Cause I get the people now that, like I said, yeah, they're going, I'm dialing in all my food. I'm getting red light. I'm doing my sauna. I'm doing cold plunges. I'm trying to get the sun. I'm trying to block my meat. And I'm like, you got to chill out for a second. Like just go sit in the woods in nature and just like with nothing, like listen to the Mm -hmm. silence and you'll hear so much more of just like finding out who, like you said, who are you outside of all of these dogmas and propagandas that are out there, whether they're good or insignificant, it doesn't matter. It's like quiet the noise sometimes too. And just check in with who you are and who, what your potential is and what you're capable of and what you can control. Now, there's a lot to be said for what you said about EMF, because I have a daughter who's not on tech and she's nine now. And people constantly come up to me and say, she's like, and she's like an old soul. Like she's an, like an adult or she's like, I can talk to her and she's nine, you know, or she reasons out things and thinks mm-hmm. like you said, they're very wise. And so if we get this tech out of these kids hands, we're opening up their potential too, because they are this up and coming generation that's been raised with this stuff that you and I weren't raised with. We didn't have tech in our hands when we were little. And so who knows the damage it's doing to their little bodies, not, not to mention their, their ability, their capability of, of being a, a very good vibes person that puts good into what they do in life. And so I really want to make people, instead of looking down all the time at their devices, look up and see what's going on and be aware and, and make strides to do something about it and learn and research and watch things like your film so that you're educated as well. Now I've got more I wanted to ask you. So one thing I had read recently about UVC radiation, not UVA, UVC radiation, not UVB, which is this dangerous form of radiation that is supposedly 135 times more than it's supposed to be, according to a U.S. metering specialist. What about this? Should we be concerned? So when they spray um, different uh, metals in the sky and then zap them, microwave them. It seems like at times that the ozone's being shred or um, the light spectrum is being manipulated. Like the light won't be this, like the sunlight won't be this warm yellow orangish. It'll be like white, like you're under fluorescent lights. And it's very noticeable. And you can be outside. And the light will shift and you look up and there's this big blotch of chemtrails in front of the sun. It's very obvious what happened, what happens there. And I've talked to and witnessed myself, but I've talked to farmers who are in the know and they're like, my plants just go wild and they bolt. They think it's a new season. They, they go to seed and it's messing up the plants. Um, I would be more worried about 
the impact on plants and start learning how to like grow foods that are less photosensitive or even like um, selective breeding your plants to, to somehow get them to be less photosensitive or, or greenhouse growing or we can adapt. We've adapted forever. We adapt and we are majorly adaptable beings. We're incredible. Like we really are like, like there's so much propaganda trying to beat us down to tell us we're freaking monkeys and we're, we're not, we're nothing, but that's part of the big distraction. We're very adaptable, very like, I mean, we're amazing spiritual beings. Um, yeah, I think that is, it is, um, probably cancerous that, that spectrum and i would you know like sometimes when i'm outside and that that light shifts and i'm in the sun like doing my gardening or whatever yeah i'll throw on a t-shirt yeah, there you go <laughs> you know um but awareness awareness is key like just awareness is key i wouldn't be too concerned about it i'd be more concerned about mineralization mm-hmm. a lot of us are so mineral deficient that we have issues coming up from that and I was like taking in all these different inputs and doing all this research. And then one day I just got silent and meditated. And I realized I've already taken in so much freaking information that it's all there. And it clicked to try this dulce, dulce, D-U-L-C-E or S-E, the seaweed because mineral dense. And then I started thinking about kelp and the iron in it. And I came on to CMOS. Mm-hmm. I just, I just looked you know, the, those other things up. Um, and then CMOS and Dr. Sebi, and I remember that. And now I'm taking the CMOS bladderac burdock. It's like 118 bioavailable plant-based minerals. I feel great from it. Yeah. And when I'm up to speed on my minerals, I'm not absorbing toxins from the environment and I'm not so susceptible. So I've noticed like I'm EMF sensitive mm-hmm. um, from my smart meter. When I was working on Franken Skies, I had a, and um, I lived in Vancouver, Canada. And on the other side of the wall from where I was sleeping and working, was a smart meter. I didn't know. And I learned about it the hard way. Mm-hmm. And now I'm sensitive, not as sensitive as I used to be. But if I'm in a very sensitive state, like where I'm really open and I'm like sensitive to things because I didn't get enough sleep or I've been like fasting all day or um, whatever it is, it's like a, it's like a micro of, of everyone else. Like if you're not taking care of your body in a certain way, you know, you're not mineralized, you're not, you know, you're stressed you know, you haven't regulated your nervous system because you're too worried about all these things or whatever it is. You're not grounded, all these sort of different things that you can do. That's the biggest issue mm-hmm. is your personal um, bubble. And so like, I think that I'm way more sensitive to that UV, bad UV, if I'm already open and sensitive because I haven't been taking good care of my body. I can tell when I'm sensitive to EMF. Like if I haven't eaten anything grounded, or I, I really need like, um, a balanced diet. My blood is all positive and my metabolism is all crazy. And I do need, I feel like I need at least, um, some red meat. Sorry, people that hate that, but whatever. Yeah. If I haven't had red meat in a while, and if I've like gone to the hot springs and I'm like really like kind of strung out and I haven't gotten enough sleep or whatever, and I'm stressed. I can feel like my girlfriend's smartphone. I can feel it. Like it, it gives me this like pressure on my chest and I can like feel this anxiety, but if I'm up to speed on my minerals and I'm healthy and I've eaten some steak that day or whatever, or whatever it is, the things don't impact me as much. And it's, and everyone's like that. If you take control of your personal well-being, your environmental stressors 
aren't going to be as bad. They're not going to be as much in your face, especially if you hone in on what's right. And everyone's different, you know, just because somebody on the internet says that you should be taking shots of apple cider vinegar every day doesn't mean that that's right for you. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's completely different. And I want to say something about the smart meters. I mean, the smartphones, because you mentioned it earlier about being present. I haven't had a phone since January 1st. They turned off my 3G phone. Before that, I just had a 3G phone for forever. I haven't had a smartphone forever. Had a BlackBerry. Then I got EMF sensitive, got rid of it. And that was back like 2016. So I've been off of the smartphones for a long time. Everyone around me, of course. I mean, I go out to dinner and everybody's just like, um, I mean, the other tables, I'm saying. Everyone's just glued into it. So we had an eclipse. I'm in Ashland, Oregon. We had the eclipse like a week ago. 14, yeah. Yeah. And... It was pretty cool. They chemtrailed the sky like crazy. But I was out in the country and we got the eclipse and then the chemtrails came in right after and they zapped the sky. And it's very curious. And a lot of people, other people witnessed chemtrails everywhere. I have this big community online and people are sending me photos of the sky all zapped. For some reason, the eclipse energy was stifled and controlled by the chemtrailers. I don't know. I think it's like a spiritual thing. Anyways, there was this willow tree and I was watching the, the eclipse with a bunch of people and the the eclipsed sun was being sh- like the the light was coming through the willow tree and all these little shadows all these little cute little eclipses like mm-hmm. hundreds of them were mm-hmm. shadowing all over the wall and the tree and the and the side of the the house and stuff it was beautiful um everybody was on their smartphone trying to take pictures of it of the, of the sky mm-hmm. and like i was the only one out of everyone that was like hey what's that is that the eclipse's shadows? And people were like, oh my God, I can't believe you noticed that. And later I was thinking about it. It's like, because I'm the only one that's present. Right. <laughs> I was like, only one. Everyone else was like texting. I'm texting the phone. Oh, did, mom, do you know that there's an eclipse right <laughs> Just like all this distraction. Yeah. I was the only one that was like, mm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we took a photo in the shadows. It was cute. But yeah. it was like, imagine like, the presence that you could have and the ability to communicate with your friends and family and peers and everything without being on that device all the time. Like just imagine, I mean, I'm not, I know people love it. Just imagine leaving it at home for a day or a week or whatever it may be. And there's these fears. What if grandma passes out and needs to call me? It's like, come (laughs) on. She wasn't passing out when you didn't have that thing. Like I know it's a big stretch, but everybody who detoxes from their phone becomes I've witnessed it more grounded, yes. happier. Yes. Um, it, it leaches minerals, um, especially zinc from your body. Yes. And then that can show up as like a cold mm-hmm. or a runny nose or symptoms that could be otherwise thought to be something else, you mm-hmm. know? And generally speaking, like if you can just own your, your own health, like go to the sauna fast for a day, eat organic, do a juice thing. Like there's so many different things that you can do. I think um, not everyone's built for coffee. And I know like you're, you might be totally thinking, I can't get rid of coffee. It might not be very good for you. It might stress your adrenals out and not allow your body to uptake minerals. Mm-hmm. Like you're not allowing your body to uptake minerals. Like that's to- your, your body needs those minerals. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't be drinking coffee on an empty stomach. I'm sorry. I love it. I love it all. Like I'm an addict on, on every level. I've, I've recognized that I don't drink alcohol anymore. Cause I know myself, I, I don't 
um, want to have to have these like vices that I look forward to that I need. And, you know, waking up in the morning and having coffee is, is not my thing anymore. And I've learned it strips your body of minerals and it disrupts your body's ability to uptake minerals. Mm -hmm. So if you're fatigued and you're like, but I'm doing everything right, but you're still drinking, it doesn't have to be Starbucks. You're drinking coffee. And I mean, there's mycotoxins on coffee. It can be organic and all this stuff. It's got to be grown at the right altitudes. And, and I mean, there's so many different things to not have the aflatoxins, mycotoxins and stuff on your, on your things. So like, it's probably toxic. So if you're walking around the smart meter in your pocket and your, I mean, a smartphone in your pocket and also you're drinking coffee, those two things alone are your environment, your little bubble, and you could take care of that. And I know it's going to be hard and detoxing from both those things is going to be hard, but those things alone are going to change your life. So I recommend um, that everyone should stop. I mean, I know waking up is hard. There's a lot of things happening in the world that that can be daunting and scary-ish, but the truth shouldn't be scary to you. Like every single thing that happens, it should be like, wow, they're really worried about my evolution of consciousness. This is very encouraging. And maybe I should um, try to have some more alone time at night with a candle, a beeswax candle and like meditate and experience what it's like on this other side of this, you know, doorway to the astral realm where, where everything is there, <laughs> you know, the Akashic library and all these sort of things. There's a deep spiritual evolution that we're on the cusp of. And I swear that's why we have all these constant distractions to get us locked into a different frequency to, to quell our evolution of consciousness to, I mean, it's all ends up being a transhumanism agenda, which we didn't really talk about, but once they become these 15 minute cities and everyone's compartmentalized and locked into smart cities and doesn't really go out into nature and everything becomes like social credit system, 5g antennas everywhere and all this stuff, slowly but surely people start to get upgrades and want to live forever because by being immersed in this extreme radiation, likely we end up in a scenario where people can't procreate as much and then it's pushed it's like all these dystopian movies they're not predictive programming they're really literally showing us what they're going to make us be like mm -hmm. it's not like oh we're guessing what the future is going to be like it's like no this is your future you're welcome we're going to do our, our best to like um you know what do you call a breadcrumb you towards the goals that we want so knowing what their goals are and bucking that system and honoring nature honoring yourself there's so many things um and learn to garden i just planted garlic yesterday oh nice that's awesome yeah. yeah and if you can't garden forage because i don't have that great of a thumb but i've learned what is edible in our uh world and there's every there's more edible than there's not and so when you start to learn you're walking in nature and you're like i can eat that I can eat that when inflation goes up and everything's out of control. We have a creator who's given us so much to eat. We just have to know what it is. You have to know it like your best friend. You don't want to pick something. If you don't know it, know it, you know? So mm -hmm. but something you were saying is like, um, it got me thinking about clients that I'm seeing. So there's two main things. There's lots of things, but there's two main things I hear from a lot of people is I'm so busy. I don't know how to fit, you know, health, in and I'm anxious and stressed out. I hear this from everybody, busy, stressed, anxious. Um, and I feel like going back to what you were saying about the phone, the distraction, if you're constantly having this thing in your pocket and it pings, somebody needs this, somebody wants this, somebody's telling you this, and you're trying to get things done. We've never had that in our society before. We've always been like, 
I'm doing this. Oh, mm -hmm. maybe I get a phone call with a phone that's attached to the wall and you go over there and now I'm doing this, you know, and I'm answering the call. Now we're doing so many things at once that, that I think it's making time go faster. And even Dr. Jack Cruz, I've podcasted with him several times and he said, watch towards the end of this system, time is going to go faster. And it may not actually be the clock speeding up, but it's our life speeding up that we have to slow down and we have to go, okay, like you said, I am going to leave my phone and in a box somewhere, shut off. I'm going to get rid of it for a day and see what happens. Notice how much time you have. And you might text people ahead of time and go, listen, I'm doing this. I'm going to have my phone off today. So if you need me, you know, if it's an emergency, you're going to have to figure out another way, but this is what I'm doing. Because what happens is something that you said earlier, you said, I was trying to research this stuff. I wanted to know more. And then I sat down and I had, I realized I had all this data and all this information and I knew what I need to do. Inherently, this is what I hear from clients is that as I ask them questions during a consult, they will, they know what they need to do. They know what's going to work for their body. They know what worked in the past that still will work. They just haven't implemented it because they, A, don't have time or B, too stressed and nervous and anxious to do it. But when you set that device aside and you actually sit down with your own self and go, okay, I'm going to just sit here until the answer comes. I promise you the answer is going to come because we know. And believe in yourself. Yes, we have value. We know what we need to do, but we need to take the time away from the distractions to actually do it. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't have to have a person in a white coat telling you no. what it is or anything like that. You have so much ability and knowledge in yourself. And if you really tune in to yourself, which I mean, it takes a lot to like, like you said, all these distractions, you know, mm -hmm. it's constant. I even see it in the kids shows. Yeah. The kids shows are like the cuts are so much faster and the kids shows, some of them are like five minutes long. And then it's another one. It's another one. It's another one. It's like, Whoa, just put on freaking Lion King, please like slow it down. And then, yeah. And then you see these kids right when they get off the screens, it's like, no wonder they're like, no wonder they, they're, they're hyper reactive. And then the parents are like, Oh, you must have ADD. It's like, yeah, you don't have ADD. You need to go outside and stand in the sun and roll down the hill in the grass like my daughter does. She'll just roll down the hill over and over. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's grounding, that's earthing, that's getting her sillies out, but also in a way that connects her to nature. She'll stop at the bottom and just lay there and she looks at the clouds. Well, if they're real, she knows the difference, but that's a whole nother conversation. So what about this? Okay, so we've talked about forest fires. We've talked about... Um, being in the woods, but what about when I look at leaves in the woods that look like they have burn marks on them? Is that from something in the sky or is it somehow connected to this 5G that's intertwined with the things that they're spraying in the sky? Um, I think when they shred the ozone layer, um, my educated guess, because I don't know exactly the situation, um, you're in Missouri, right? Mm, Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know you guys don't get fires much there when they spray, sometimes they spray so bad that like the tops, of the conifers get like fried, like Brown, like they mm. got, like they got a magnifying glass on them. You know what I mean? Like if you get that magnifying glass out, you can like burn an ant kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I believe that the, Oh, I'm glad that we did this little brainstorm. Cause it just clicked. I think they magnify the sunlight with the metals yeah. so they spray them out claiming that they're blocking the sun 
but it magnifies it. So you end up with different light spectrums, like you said, UVC, B, and A, and all that sort of stuff. And then that different spectrum is more magnified and more intensified. And yeah, you end up with like tops of trees fried or leaves like that cooked. And uh, that would be my most educated guess on that. The 5G, um, as scary as it is and sounds and seems, it can't go very far. Mm-hmm. It just can't. And that's why I don't really know what to think about this like Starlink, that the Starlink thing. I'm not really convinced that that is being portrayed exactly what it is. I don't, I don't know. Everyone's freaked out about it and stuff, but 5g is a small carrier wave, which makes it fast. Mm -hmm. The size of the wave makes it fast because you can have a lot more um, bits per second because you can have a lot more data on, because you have a lot more waves per second. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have a lot more data. So, and speed and that because of its size, it cannot go very far. Mm-hmm. They claim in the cities and stuff, it can only go 500 feet. So when you're out away in nature, you're not around it anymore. Um, you're just not. And the yeah, other talking about putting up balloons, you know, in our dystopian future, they'll have balloons hovering up like half mile everywhere, repeating the signal and all sort of stuff. And then we'll have a whole little soup of 5g that we live in for our self-driving cars and all that nonsense. But at this point, you know, um, we're lucky to be out in the country. I'm lucky to be in a smaller town that I'm in. It's still fighting the 5G. Yeah. Um, and, and they're putting in some sort of ordinance. And a lot of people that are EMF sensitive have been going to the city hall meetings and telling them, look, look, we don't want it in our neighborhood. And if, if, if it's not going to be in our neighborhood, then why should you put it in someone else's neighborhood? And we've, we've been able to keep the 5G out. Also, where I live in Ashland, Oregon, there are no smart meters. There's a power company that is small and local and they never did smart meters. So it's like analog everywhere, which is very lucky and different and unique and special. And also we don't have fluoride in the water. So that's, that's basically why I moved here. I wanted to go somewhere where I didn't have to worry so much about smart meters and 5g and fluoride too. Um, I wish I could say the overall population was very much tuned in. They're very liberal. So it's like they were on board until the big shift in, um, you know, now liberal means something else, but before it meant very educated and aware and um, cared about the environment and, and whatnot. Um, But yeah, I think I want to stress really quick, children in nature and teaching children to grow food. And like, I've got these kids that I hang out with and they are excited to show me like plants growing in the garden. They're excited to be able to name things. You talk about foraging food. They're excited to be able to identify and forage plants. And that knowledge base, it's been lost. I mean, firstly, we've lost everything. There's these gnarly like galls that grow on trees, like oak galls, and they come from the wasp stinging the skin of the tree. And then it creates this little tumor. There's galls that grow on all sorts of trees. And the Native American, they would watch different animals when they're sick they would go and eat the galls and get better. And they would start to learn, oh, that ailment heals that and all this. We've lost every plant medicine from the extermination of indigenous cultures and all this eradication. It's really sad eradication of truth and, and knowledge and all the stuff that's passed down. And now guess what? It's up to us yeah. to tap into it and to learn it ourselves. I mean, even out there, you have like sassafras, you can pull it up and make tea. Yeah. Like no one's going to pass that information down unless 
you tell the kids and then they tell their kids. Otherwise, it's just going to be something that they're afraid of and they stay inside and they do it on some AI. And then what the AI tells them, it's a little smell and they got what little thing in their nose that injects some root beer or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah what I mean? it's like I get, so I homeschool and I get irritated when I have to teach her like how to subtract, you know, four digit numbers because I'm like, eventually she's going to do this on a calculator. It doesn't matter. I want to take her outside and show her that if you can't get food, this is what will serve you as food. You know, I want to take her outside and show her if you're sick, this is a tea that will help you in case I'm not here. You can make this tincture or this tea. If you get a snake bite, this plant, if you put it on, it can help, you know, and those are the things that we need, you know, budget, here's how to budget your checkbook, you know, and how to balance and how to create a home and sew on a button. Like they don't teach you that in school. And so like as a homeschool, I kind of pick and choose what I teach her because I want her to have life skills, not industrial skills. And that I think that's a, a lost art because we're so, like you said, we're so enamored with like just keeping up with what the trends are in the world and making sure our kids look good and they're dressed cute and stuff. Whereas it should be about, can they survive if something happens to us? You know, can they mm -hmm. survive as the next generation? And so I think that's hugely important. And I'm so glad that you're vested in that with kids in your life as well. So another question, oh, go ahead. You were going to say something. Um, I've noticed that teenagers and preteens, um, even if they're beautiful because they're on TikTok and all the social media, they have no self-esteem too. So it's like a, a devastating on their self-esteem and um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just tragic. And I think the more grounded and the more they can just be in their body and not be so comparing themselves to others, um, the more they can actually have a childhood and grow up. Oh, I, one, one, one more thing really quick. I went to Bend, Oregon. It's this beautiful place yeah, in central that. Oregon. And um, there's all these outdoor recreation things. And I was looking at these different pamphlets of you know, what we can do. We go hiking here and whitewater rafting, whatever, whatever, all these different camping and all these beautiful things. And there's this one place you could go and put on VR goggles and you could pet a dog, go on a bike ride. You could do 50 different things. A lot of them were things that you could do in Bend. So oh people God. would literally go to this outdoorsy recreational town, travel there, and then put on these goggles to go on a canoe trip. Because why? They live in fear. That's why. Because they're afraid of things. They're afraid of everything. And if you're living in fear, like snap out of it. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Thanks. Okay. Well, that's fine because that brings me to my next question, the fear thing. Okay. So I have... I don't use a lot of supplements because I have this device called Infopathy that's like infoceutical. So I put, I write the water, the frequency that I want, and I swear by it works every time for exactly what I need it for, for my kid, for my, whoever I put it. Anyway, um, if I can do that, then this Alana Freeland that's out there, have you heard of her, Alana mm -hmm. Freeland? Okay. She is claiming that they can write frequencies in our airways that are making us afraid. Is that something that you've seen documentation on? Like that they could actually be playing this low frequency or this high frequency or whatever it is that's that's keeping us in this state of like I get a, like I said, a lot of people with anxiety, a lot of people like you said are in fear of doing things. So now they're on AI doing it. What do you have to say about that? Definitely, yes. Um there's a low root chakra, root based frequency. Um, I believe it's you know, this is some like they live you know, the movie They Live. Um, there are uh, other overlaid frequencies that are pulsed off of 
cell towers. When I go to the city of Portland, I can feel it. It's very lusty, low vibration energy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's like the, 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 the community is inundated with cell towers. And I, I do believe that um, different towns and communities have that going on. Medford, Oregon, which is right near me, they were, a, we'll call it a, just testing on our own population. It was a test site. You know, they do this and they're like, oh no, we were just testing. Um, or Medford, Oregon had the largest, highest suicide rate in the country. Mm-hmm. And then the eighties, there's these studies and there was an ELF um, triangulated frequency coming from like the coast guard and military there it's in a valley and they're able to triangulate and blast this extremely low frequency elf it can travel really far you can i mean they were doing this woodpecker frequency from it's in my movie franken skies from russia i mean you can send a frequency at a low frequency pretty far and yeah we're very susceptible especially when we're sleeping and i think that we're hit with it while we're sleeping and i think that it's some spiritual warfare they live kind of movie nonsense and i do believe it's going on and it's like that's that's deeper down the rabbit hole than some people are able and willing to go but um i do think that that is going on um is it through the chemtrail sky i mean they wouldn't really have to do that when there's a cell tower everywhere and and the phone in everyone's pocket i mean literally the phone you 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 press an emoji of when you're happy and sad while looking at that phone. So it knows your, your, how your irises dilate and everything. It knows when you're happy, it knows everything about you. I mean, it's got crystals in it. It knows your blood pressure. If that thing wants you to be happy, sad, um, elated, horny, depressed, it's going to do it. I'm sorry to say. I mean, that's just the reality of the world that we're in. Mm-hmm. And if it thinks that it's going to get you to buy something, if you're happy, sad, depressed, or horny, then it'll put that frequency out and try to do that and get you to buy that thing. That's the thing that's walking around in your pocket. Okay. And it's becoming more smart and more diabolical. Yeah. No, I mean, just people just, I've got a blog on my website, like the lowest radiation phones and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. consider the fact that Apple and Google and all this big tech corporations, they don't care about you. And if they could put a device in your pocket that slowly evolved into a device that was in your wrist and then a a device that was in your brain, they would do that. They don't care about your spirit, your spiritual evolution, your health, anything like that. And if you can get past that, maybe waking up to chemtrails is going to help you get past that then you can see that it's a spiritual battle. Maybe you should lock that phone in in their microwave for a week, you yeah. know? Yeah. Or, you know, I don't think you should have a microwave, but if it's in right. there, I think that's a little Faraday cage. I think the <laughs> signal doesn't get in and out. And like, get yourself a landline. Yeah. You know, I've dealt with this. I had an ex-girlfriend and the the dad was like, no, I have to be able to get ahead of hold of my kids. They're like six and eight. And I was like, no. And he's like, well, they have a cell phone. And I was like, I put in a landline the next day and I was like, call the landline. They're, they're home all day long. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have cell phones. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And then it worked out fine. They call the answer talk on the phone. No children need to be on those devices because they're predatory in so many ways. Like this game Roblox. There's like, Oh my gosh, it don't even get me going. You don't have control over what your kids are doing. You're not monitoring them. You're not there all the time. There's so many predatory things trying to ask them and cultivate them and gear them towards different sexual orientations and all these sort of things. And they shouldn't be thinking about that if they're 
not even if they're not adults, if they're mm -hmm. if they can't drive, they should not be on those platforms thinking about these things, in my opinion. 100% agree. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So we might have to do another podcast on this roadblocks because I've heard about yeah. it. I know enough about it. But yeah, the, so going to landlines though. So I wanted to mention really briefly, I don't have anything at my house. I don't have Wi-Fi. I was going to get a landline thanks to you. I had reached out to you and said, what should I do? Because do companies even do landlines anymore? I had to call all these different places. And one of them was like, yeah, so we put this little mini tower in your house and then you can use this whatever phone you want and it connects to the tower and then you'll have a landline. And I was like, that's a cell phone tower like in my house. So be careful when you call these places because they need to inject an actual line from the telephone line into your house. If they're not doing that, if you're just going on this like community go or whatever and they, they bring you a little tower for your house, just say no. But we we had to build a house that was somewhat of a Faraday cage because I knew 5G was coming even to this small town that I live in. And so we have concrete walls, we have a metal roof, we have like um, concrete floors, and then we hardly get a signal in the house. So I have to go elsewhere to get, um, I have to go to the library or whatever to do that. And that brings another thing, one more thing, because you and I squirrel brain a lot, is that the, these this day that you take your phone and you put it in the microwave or you put it in a box or whatever, and you tell your family, I'm not going to be on my phone. If you need information, go to the library. If you need to look something up, if you want to research something, there's a book on everything, okay? So you can go, you can open a real book and you can read and you won't get anxiety and you won't get pop-up ads and you won't get infiltrated with all these things from your phone and you won't get notifications from your friends while you're trying to read something and absorb it. You will absorb it 50,000 times more from a book. And it's very enjoyable to like to sit and research something that's important with like a stack of like five different books where you're like, okay, I got that information. Let me move to this one now. Writing down your discoveries like we used to. This is like something I love to do. I love to go into actual old books, especially like on nutrition and stuff like that. But I just wanted to throw that out there because there is a way to like be phone free. You're going to have so much time on your hands to do the things that you want to do. And there is information out there outside of a, a phone or a laptop or an iPad. So there we go. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing. And um, at least try it and yeah. see how it feels. The information on the internet is, is very skewed and you can find both sides of any argument. And it's kind of disheartening if you're trying to get to the bottom of things, go to the library, find something that was published 30 years ago, 40 years ago, you know, and it's, backed up there's it's cited you can't it's not just like someone got on wordpress last night and and came up with some resource and you don't know but one thing about the internet that is if you're able to go there which I, honestly i think you have to go to the library get back to your grounded center and then you can cultivate discernment because seeing all these lies on the internet mm -hmm. it helps to bring forward discernment Mm -hmm. And you can actually like feel resonance when things are true and not. It's like, if you look up something about, you name it, Coca-Cola, I think we might've talked about this before. There's studies funded by Coca-Cola saying how healthy it is, all sorts of total bollocks nonsense about Coca-Cola and how amazing it is. You have to really dig to find things that say it's, it's bad for you, mm -hmm. but we know it's not good for us. Mm -hmm. And if you can like see the lies and like see through it, yeah, you can see through it with your eyes. You can start to see through it with your mind's eye and you can start to see through it with your heart. Like try to feel things with your gut and heart. Like try to see and feel things 
with your other organs. I know it sounds interesting and different and weird, but then the true cultivation of discernment happens. And when you're, you know, on the internet or at the library, you find things that resonate with you. And then that breadcrumb trail happens and you can really, you know, go down the right rabbit holes that um, are important to you and your soul, you know, like you don't need to know a million things. You just need to know what's important on your journey. And that's why the discernment and knowing your path and following it properly and trusting your spiritual guidance system, trust your spiritual guidance system. And it's going to be a lot easier to do that at the library and in nature. (laughs) I think you just summed up our podcast in like four ways. So like number one, they need to be a truth seeker. They need to ask questions. They need to seek truth. And like you said, truth is not your truth. It is the truth, right? And number two, they need to have discernment. They need to get smart enough to go, okay, does this make sense? Is this logical? Common sense says no. Coca-Cola has this weird thing called caramel color in it. I don't think that's from nature. So I'm going to use my sound reasoning and go probably not good for me. Right? Think through ladybugs, I guess, evidently. Yeah. And then trust your inner knowing. I think that's what you said. Like trust. Would you just say about trust? Cultivate your um, inner guidance system, your spiritual guidance system and trust it. Yeah, and trust that spiritual guidance system. We all need to have that. And then the fourth thing was like, don't stop asking questions. Don't stop learning about yourself. Don't limit your potential. You're only limited by the limits you put on yourself. So we don't want to be limited. We're unlimited. If If we bring ourselves to the place of like, separate from the distractions and go, what am I capable of? I'm going to sit here until I think about it and, and, you know, kind of give yourself a, a time out, if you will <laughs> say, or a time in, as I called it with my daughter, let's go time in together. Let's sit here and work through a problem together and figure it out. So, yeah, I love that. Okay. So what are you working on now that you want to share with the listeners? Well, um, I will be going to London and filming these um, low, um, emission zone, 15 minute city, um, all this Bullock's nonsense. Um, I think I'll be setting up to go in the spring and do presentations and screen my movie and anybody who lives in the UK, um, especially in and around London or these other 15 minute cities like Oxford, Oxfordshire and stuff like that. I'd love to hear from you. Um, my email is frankenskies at gmail.com. Also Maui people, I'll be coming there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I said that already. Frankenskies at gmail.com is my email. I'd love to be able to connect to you and and work out getting interviews with people to bring forward the truth to humanity regarding all of this stuff, all of it, especially what happened in Maui, like the the real truth needs to surface. It is, it is, you know, the truth is like a lion. You just open the cage. It speaks for itself. You just have to let it loose. And so I'm working on Frankenstein's two climate chains, like shackles. Mm-hmm. So that movie, um, it's a work in progress. It's been happening for a while, but I know that I just have to trust because it's happening right before my eyes. I can't rap on it now or last year because then I wouldn't have this Maui stuff and whatnot. So but yeah, for me, I'm working on Frankenstein's too, and um, plugging away with that, and then doing my EMF clothing line, and always coming out with new products regarding that, so that we can bring hope and inspiration instead of doom and gloom. I want to educate and bring awareness to people, and not let them think that they're doomed and that they have no options. Mm-hmm. And so, 
Um, yeah, check that out. S-P-E-R-O, Sparrow is the name of my clothing line, which is Hope in Latin or I Hope in Spanish and Italian. Okay. And aside from that, yeah, just, just plugging along and working on my health. You know, I'm trying to be the best person that I can be. So I'm, I'm meditating with candlelight, beeswax candlelight, and I'm finding a lot there. I'm at night, I'll even sleep with the beeswax, beeswax candlelight, and I'm finding a lot there. It's it's very deep and engaging. I don't know what, where I'm actually exactly going with that. Oh, and lastly, I'm farming a lot. So I got June 1st, I was able to get in on this like garden plot, this community garden. And it's like six of us on this huge farm, like because nobody else in this hippie community wanted to do it. There's like posters up, like people come get involved. People are just, I don't know. I think after COVID, people are just happy being on virtual reality, doing their gardening that way. So I was able to grow so much this year. And I learned so many things. We had gophers and turkeys and aphids. And we have a greenhouse and I'm learning so much stuff. I mean, like if I rattled off all the different amaranth and things that I grew, I grew corn for the first time this year. I grew tomatoes that got taller than me. I've got tomatoes coming out of my ears. I'm learning how to can and dry them and all that sort of stuff. But I grew delicata squash galore. I've got like 40 delicata squash, like beautiful ones. And that's my little end of the world stash because that'll get me through the winter no matter what because those winter squash have those hard outer shells. I grew um, this Italian heirloom zucchini that ended up being like bigger than my torso. It was freaking amazing. And I'm making soups and I got an inversion blender to make soups with these um, vegetables. And I'm really getting grounded with, and potatoes, grew the crap out of potatoes and yeah um brassicas and a lot of learning going on and I, like i said i just planted garlic and i'm learning how to really amend the soil and that soil amending is paying off big time learning how to really do that organically um and get those um, bio and i even started feeding sea moss to my plants and they love it so sea moss for the win bioavailable plant-based minerals feed the feed the plant plants, feed the people plants. I'm really into growing food recently. I think it's the way. And then I've been showing children how to do it and blowing their minds. Like I've met kids that didn't even know seeds grew things. (laughs) They just didn't know. They're like, no, seeds go in the trash. (laughs) So yeah, I've been really getting into gardening. I'm glad you asked. Um, I've always been into it, but I've worked on other people's farms. Mm-hmm. And um, I never really had a big yard, and we grew up in the city, you know, when I grew up um, in uh, DC suburbs. And so I've never really done what I've been doing this year. And this um, this afternoon, I'm gonna go um, do some weeding, and we have a we have like a community farm basically going. And I'm the only like young male dude that's like ambitious and excited about it, and out there with like. I even started fermenting bananas and I guess they're really mineral rich. And then that, anyways, I'm really into it. And I look forward to sharing more of that. And maybe I'll like do little online, like encouraging classes on farming and stuff because it takes some time. My last name's Landman too. So it's like, I gotta do it. That's so appropriate. (laughs) So yeah, I'm really jazzed about that. So that's where I'll end it. Oh, I love it. You're so fun. Thank you so much for coming on today. And I hope everybody will check out the links. I'll have everything that he mentioned in the show notes below. So definitely watch Frankenskies if you haven't. And I, I'm still looking forward to Frankenskies too. I can't wait if I can do anything to assist, like give you my friends' names in Maui. I certainly will. Please. So.
Yeah. Okay. Thank you for watching. Bye for now. Trouble sleeping? Gut issues? Do you know your thyroid is off, but your doctor won't do anything about it? Symptoms don't lie. If you feel like you don't feel good, then something is off. Listen to that inner knowing and reach out. That's what I'm here for, to help guide you towards what's going on at the root of your issues and get them resolved. Bring back your vitality, your energy, your happiness, and get that body you've always wanted with nutrition and lifestyle therapy. I approach it from a very bio-individual way, and each consult is unique to you, where I get to know you and what your body needs. Rates are affordable with different options depending on what you need and what you can afford. No two people are alike, and none of their lifestyles are alike, so I don't approach any consultation the same as another. You are as unique as your fingerprint, so let's get to the bottom of what your body needs and get you looking and feeling as awesome as I know you are. To get started with a free 15-minute discovery call, email me at getfitwithjodel at gmail.com. That's G-E-T-F-I-T with Jodell, J-O-D-E-L-L-E at gmail.com. Well, it's not raindrops on roses, but these are a few of my favorite things that I always notice a difference in my health when I stick to these healthy habits. So number one is watching the sunrise or some sort of red light exposure every single day. Number two is grounding and earthing daily. And sometimes I combine watching the sunrise while swimming in my local lake. First thing in the morning as the sun comes up, I'm grounded. I'm earthed right into this natural body of water. Number three is C60. I've been using a supplement called C60 Purple Power for over three years now with great results. I don't intend to stop. I use it for a variety of reasons. And number four, as most of you know, I am a professional paddleboard athlete. So paddleboarding is always part of my weekly regimen of keeping my mind fresh, getting my vitamin P, and keeping my body in a really great healthy state with lots of active relaxation and that form of movement that uses up your entire body. Now I'm gonna have a link to a few of the things that make these habits more efficient, more affordable and effective for me in the show notes of this podcast that I personally use and recommend daily to my clients. The first one is gonna be, if you can't get some sort of sunlight exposure, then consider a red light device which I love sauna space and I'm going to have a link where you get a 5% discount in saunaspace.com in the show notes here. So check that out. Also, if you need to get grounded, but you're working at a computer all day in an office on the fourth floor, I get it. Let's get a grounding mat underneath your feet. So while you're getting all that EMF exposure, it's actually just getting right out of your body and you're getting grounded throughout the day. So I'm going to have a link to ultimate longevity where you can get a simple universal mat to put right underneath your feet. And I'm gonna have a link to C60 Purple Power where you can save 10% on this supplement that can be used from anything to more energy, to better hair and skin, to also helping with blisters and bruises and scrapes and even zits. Yes, you can use it even as mouthwash. So there's so much you can do with this. And for paddleboarding, I'm gonna recommend Glide SUP, Glide SUP, stand-up paddleboards, because they come in inflatable as well as rigid hardboards, and they are by far the best boards I've used as of recent years to make sure that I'm getting a quality board that gets me out on the water and I don't have to worry about it having any issues. So that's glidesup.com, and you can get 10% off using my code that will be in the show notes. So I hope you get to use some of my favorite things, but also reach out and tell me about them. Tell me about what you like about these products too. GetFitWithJodell at gmail.com.
would it feel like to have virtually every supplement known to man at your fingertips? And what if you only had to drink water to get it in? I firmly believe in something called frequency. It's what you feel when you touch a rock that's warmed by the sun. That warmth is frequency. It's how your text message gets to your friend's phone thousands of miles away. It travels on frequency. It's lightning. When the lightning hits the earth, it adds electrons to the earth, and that's how we ground. It's wind. It's brainwaves. It's microwaves. Everything has frequency. And now you can write frequencies into your water since water holds frequencies. So imagine if each supplement has its own frequency and you write that into water, you can literally have any supplement, any peptide, any bioidentical hormone in your water. Listen to a podcast I did with a guy named Anton Federenko, a leading expert on frequency, and then visit my link in the show notes to Infopathy or InfoCeuticals, which is a way to infuse your water with the frequency of any substance or supplement that you want. Like I said, even peptides without ever spending a penny on them. Check out the show notes for a link to Infopathy and a special discount code just for my listeners. 